ready to get started? Ready to get started. I yeah. think so. Okay. Wine in one hand, water in the other. <laughs> the two W's. Oh. W W B D. Wine and water. That's what that's what the WW really says. That's what it for. actually stands for. All about for. balance. Wine and water, Jesus did drink. So mm-hmm. there we go. Wine and um, wine. First miracle, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> welcome everyone. Welcome back to the Tell Me Something I Don't Know podcast. Um, I don't know why I always feel the need to be like podcast or do a weird voice. Make it jizzy. That's good. Like I don't know why I do that. I was like about to just start recording you because you're so <laughs> cute. Like, what if I take a video of you doing this? The thing that's so funny is like I don't I almost texted you and was like, we should like or I was like, I'm not looking cute for this. And I was like, Madison, you're doing a podcast. Obviously, you're not looking cute I for thought this. about it, though. I was like, should I look? And then I was like, no, because we're going to have to sit. And, like, who can sit in their cute jeans? No one. No one can no sit one. comfortably in their cute jeans <laughs> to the point where you're not thinking, like, am I going to move? And is this my is belly button going to go a wrong? Little bit. Or, like, yeah, like, how much of myself is, like, spilling over? Yeah, and we're also, just disclosure, once again, in my closet. Where else would we be? The so podcast. should we just do a try-on session? It's the podcast know. studio. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, today, now that you've already heard us talk for like five minutes, today with me, I have my favorite cycle queen, <laughs> Becky. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know how to say your last name. No, um, it's, uh, it's, now I'm nervous about saying my own <laughs> last name. Everyone asked me to pronounce it. Say so the G is silent. It's okay. Pugliese. Pugliese. Yeah, like pull, yay, and the, the Z. Mm-hmm. Okay, Pugliese Sims. Sims is much easier. Yes, but you go with, you have both. It's yeah. High, is it high, it's hyphenated, like right? both, either, one or the other. Okay, because I <laughs> literally was typing it out, and I was like, Pugliese? I don't know. Nobody knows, but that's okay. I aspire to be the kind of person that only requires one name. Like Cher. Like, You're just Becky. Who? What's Cher's last name? Nobody. Literally nobody knows. I mean, people know Oprah's last name, but nobody's like Oprah Nobody Winfrey. really talks about her as Oprah Winfrey. She's just Oprah. She's Oprah. Yeah, that's so true. Well, anyways, today we have Becky with us. Just Becky. <laughs> recording Becky, just Becky. Recording in my podcast studio, aka my closet. Um, I'm sure if you follow me on Insta, at Madison Moves, my shameless plug, love to do that. Makes me feel famous. Um, you have seen me post about her because she is my favorite cycle star at Cycle Bar Music City, where I go here in Nashville. And she quickly became... My favorite instructor and one of my really good friends. Are you going to cry? I mean, I'm close. <laughs> it's so true, though. You, I've, I posted this on my Instagram before my 100th ride, but I was like, you were the very first person that was like, made me feel like a friend. And I was like, oh my God, we're going to actually be friends. Yeah. I actually can belong here. 100%. I think once I really started to get to know you, I was like, oh yeah, we're, we're totally going to be friends. Well, you started calling me Mads without even like I running it past me. And I was like, oh great. We're already there. And then like now I realize that people call you Maddie. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know that because when you made your 100th ride playlist or like we collabed together, mm-hmm. but it was mostly you. Um, <laughs> I just kind of pieced it together. But it, you named it Maddie's 100th Ride. And that's when I pieced it together in my head. You gave her this nickname. Unwarranted. Like yeah. you, At some point in the relationship, I just decided you were Mads to me. Mads, yeah. But I like it. I go I by like Maddie with, like, I guess a lot of my, like, college friends call me Maddie. Because, yeah. like, in my sorority, I feel like it just kind of, like, happened. I tried to make mm-hmm. Madison a thing so hard when I went to college and it, like, didn't stick. Do you like Madison more than Maddie? Where would you rank your names? <sighs> Oh my god, that's such Madison, a Madison, Mads, Maddie. And you don't have to put Mads first because I'm here. 
Um, I think I do truly like Madison. Okay, that's good. Because Madison makes me feel like Madison is my like businesswoman name. It feels couture. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, it I feels love couture. that. And also, do you know why I'm named Madison? No. Have you ever told no. this story? I'm named Madison because of the movie Splash with Tom Hanks. And I can't remember the lady's name that's in it. Oh my gosh, it's gonna drive me nuts. Live Google. Um Live Google. <laughs> What is her name? Oh my gosh, you're gonna look it up and I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, that's it. But anyways, she's a mermaid and she like saves him and goes to live with him in New York City and she like doesn't have a name and he's someone's like, What's your name? And she looks up Daryl Hannah. Okay. She looks up at the street sign in New York City and she's standing under Madison Avenue and she's like, Madison. And so my parents went and saw that movie on a date and then oh. they decided to name me Madison. Wow, that's yeah. really cute. Isn't that a good story? That is a really good story. I know. Everyone, like, my brother's name is Jacob, and they got that from the Bible. I was going to say, and that's And I'm like, cool, well, I'm named after a mermaid, so. Way better. Or Madison Avenue. Yeah. Either I mean, or. I have, did you notice I have a Madison yeah, Avenue did. sign? I did notice that. Yes. I've had that since I was in, like, the fifth grade. Oh. I've, like, literally had it with me everywhere I've ever have lived. Have you ever been to New York and, like, stood on Madison mm-hmm. Avenue? Twice, yeah. I did last year for my birthday when I went, and then when I went in, like, the third grade, I did it. Okay, so, back to, we really got off on a tangent there, but I feel like it's great content. Immediately. Great content. I feel like immediate tangent. That's okay. This is going to be like a tree. This is why we have an outline, because this is why I have to make one. Because we just start talking, and then I, like... I'm not just going to go to parts unknown, and you're going to be like, where are we? Well, and then, like, I'm, like, I'm, I've been talking to this person for an hour, and we're, like, sitting in a closet. And I I'm fully... Like, I'm, like, in my mind, I'm, like, I hope this is, like, a four-hour podcast, because <laughs> I'm just going to have so much fun. It will. It is going to be so good. So many people responded when I said we were doing this, because we are talking about um, group fitness and anxiety around group fitness, and a lot of people responded, like, that's such a great topic. And actually, a friend that I went to college with gave me the idea. So That is a good idea. I mean, it is. Yep. Shout out to Emily because she gave me the idea. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, whether you've been, like, working out for a while or you're brand new to, like, fitness in general, I feel like this is something that everybody has experienced. Okay, so jumping into more of the discussion around fitness and group fitness. Um, <laughs> Becky, obviously, we're friends because you're a cycle instructor where I cycle. Yeah. That is how we made made friends that's how we made friends that's how we met each other that's how we met each other yeah we're Um, friends for lots of reasons yes but that is how we met so do you want to kind of tell us like I don't have these like in our own but like who you are where you're from how you got to Nashville like just a little bit of like background on you and then I'll go into like the other questions about like your like cycle journey and fitness journey yeah 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 perfect um, so who am I? That was question one. Who am I? <laughs> who am I? Who, Becky. Do we know? Just Becky. Just Becky. Like, share. Just Becky, period. <laughs> um, no. So, gosh, I'm from St. Louis originally. That's where my whole family is. Um, ventured out of my little Missouri bubble to go to school at Mississippi State and study chemical engineering. Um, and that eventually landed me my first job in New Orleans. So I'm going a little off book here because I'm going to start answering the other questions. That's okay. No, no, no. So we're going to take a quick pause there, but I ended okay. up in New Orleans. Um, You're married. I'm married. You're a COVID bride. I am a COVID bride. Yeah. That was yeah. a big part of your year this year. That was a big part of my year this year. I think you mad. So. Yeah. No, I was there. I remember <laughs> hearing all about it. Oh it was, my God. It was, it was miserable. Hard. I remember thinking that that wasn't going to happen to me. Like I remember going to cycling class and being like, talking about like this like how difficult it was that things were starting to go down and the uncertainty that surrounds it and I was like yeah you know like I I don't know what's gonna happen with my wedding in seven weeks and then 
once we hit that next week, the city of St. Louis just completely shut down. down and the city like essentially canceled my wedding. Um, and it's crazy actually, cause the two dates that we were looking at rebooking were July 3rd and then November 20, whatever a Saturday and like two weeks from now is mm-hmm. like some Saturday in late November. And we were going back and forth, like what one is better in the middle of the summer or do we give it all the time in the world back to November? And we obviously ended up going in the summer and thank God we did because the city just shut down, shut down again. again. So many cities are. And so it would have been canceled a second time with weeks to go before it went down. <laughs> I told Ryan that this morning and he was like, we would have just eloped. Like we yeah. would have seriously just eloped. I'm like, yeah, hundred percent. I don't know how people. So that's a little bit about her. Um, like I was saying earlier, we met through cycle bar. So, um, since we are going to be talking about like group fitness and anxiety around group fitness, do you want to tell us a little bit about your cycle journey? Yeah. No, that's – I think that that's where I was, like, initially going. Um, but I dabbled in indoor cycling swing classes. I can't personally tell you. Like, half a dozen people call it indoor cycling. The other half call it spin, spin. classes. I will use it interchangeably. interchangeably. Like, I feel like they're the same. Um, so if I refer to both, sorry, it's the same. same. Um, but I dabbled in it in college and I said I went to Mississippi state and there's, uh, there's a lot of things I love about Mississippi state and the rec center is not one of them. And I'm very, (laughs) I'm a very vocal person about it. I just feel like it's, they have class like classes there. Yeah, they have classes there, but like, okay. And I'm going to, I'm just going to paint you a picture. Okay. So you walk into the Sanderson Center is like what it's called. And this is just going to be a giant ad for Mississippi State okay. right here. You know what I mean? People are going to be like, go I need to go the there after the Bulldogs. Um, go Bulldogs. Go Bulldogs. That's very good. Yeah. That's very good. Um, so anyway, so you walk in and it's like, now I'm going to get, I'm pretty sure it's like carpet when you walk in. Which and, is already and, gross for a fitness Which center. is the vibe. And then um, Mr. Sanderson was like, it's like a very... And now I feel like I need to fact check myself. Like he's like a chicken farmer or like a farmer, very famous farmer in Mississippi. In Mississippi. So there's a giant portrait of, of Mr. Sanderson on the wall. Right, you're walking in to carpet, and then to your right is a giant portrait of this man. And like that's just kind of like the vibe. Setting there's like the a town. lot of yeah. There's like a, a, there's it's a lot weird. of basketball courts. There's like a quasi-equipped fitness center and then you like walk around the corner and there's like it's like a giant l shape there's dance studios all that stuff i mean it's nice enough um but it really has not been rehabbed since the 90s and then you go around the corner and there's stairs to the second level and there's a gym back there that like the palm squad uses and all this Mm -hmm. stuff and then under the stairs like harry potter lived in that room (laughs) that was the spin studio so it was like had chalkboard paint like the black paint that you could like write on the walls and like um stranger things style like lights strung up weirdly a lot of charts about your heart rate and like the proper zone to be in which is funny uh and then like a handful of bikes like 12 bikes or something like that that they weren't clip-in bikes they were shove your foot in this like which is like how do you even i don't know how i did it back then but i i mean i loved it it was my first exposure to what it really was and like um one of my professors was a teacher his name's professor bricka he like taught safety and like process and all that oh stuff for chemical engineers right and then he like in his free time would also go and teach that classes so cool though and he was my friend Michaela's dad too so I was just very connected to Dr. Yeah. Bricka but um anyway so that was like my first exposure and I started doing that my freshman year and it was very hard to get a seat in one of these classes there were 12 bikes something like that and 
there it's not a lot yeah you had to get there like a half hour early get a little voucher from the front desk like sign in i'm going to spin class they give you a full-size laminated piece of paper with your bike number on it and then you just sat outside the room so it was like really hard to go you had to really plan ahead to go um but it was like a great workout and i loved it and then that's so crazy we did not have spin bikes Oh, Scout is crying. I know. Um, We did not have spin bikes at my college. And our fitness center was very nice. Like, it was not, it was like newer, and we still didn't have that. Yeah. I I don't even know if they did classes now that I'm thinking about, but it was still really nice. But I wish we would have. I like feel bad saying, I like feel bad speaking ill of, I really do love Mississippi State, and I am sure the Sanderson Center is better than I remember it. But I think compared to like other SEC schools, like my sister went to Mizzou. Um, and their mascot is the tiger, and their whole rec center is jungle themed. They have a oh little gosh, like jungle cool. like wade pool, and then like the cardio room is like jungle themed. It's cool. That's really cool. And then you go into ours, and it's like yeah. the 1993 is like thrown in your face. You know what I mean? It's got <laughs> yeah. everything you need. Anyway, but that's when I really like started to understand that I liked it. Like mm-hmm. I can't do workouts where I feel like. Um, I'm being told what to do or I'm being barked yeah. at or it's like 15 burpees in a row. Like, that's not the way yeah, you're going to get results no, out of no. me. I can't do it. Me neither. I need to feel like tricked. I need mm-hmm. to feel like it's a dance party and I'm like doing it myself and I'm motivating myself. Um, I need to be tricked. I need to be tricked. Like you can't, I'm just not one of those people who's like, yeah, boot camp is my style. <laughs> so after I graduated, I moved to New Orleans and my first year that I was in New Orleans, I was in kind of a roughish neighborhood. Like, I was on the edge of rough. Mm-hmm. That I, like, lived right next to the prison in New Orleans. Um, so then my first year in New Orleans, I felt like I did things with my coworkers, who turned into friends very quickly, mm-hmm. but I really didn't have, like, a life outside of that. So when I moved, because um, obviously I moved out of that apartment when my leash was up, um, I moved. <laughs> could not be there any longer. I, like, could not do it. I, like, needed to find a community that was outside of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the cycling or cycle bar was, like, two blocks away. It was so close. So I rode my bike, signed up for my first class, got there, didn't know how to clip in, almost fell out of the bike, like, doing choreography. You told choreographer. that story last night. It was, it's a very real story. Anything I say in class, it's real. It's not, like, comedian <laughs> stories where they're, like, mm, this kind of happened, but I'm, like, throw it up. Like, it really happened. I could not clip into my bike, and I was too embarrassed to ask for help. So song two, I finally got the person next to me to, like, talk me through how to do it in the middle of class which is so hard because it's like hard to do your first few times it's so hard to do it's it's nothing you're prepared to do when you walk in yeah and if you haven't done it before it's It's, not just because it also is in such a weird spot of your foot it just doesn't feel it's like who just naturally like you don't naturally gravitate toward the ball of your foot ball of your foot yeah yeah, so it's, you know. Good and for you for figuring it out. <laughs> with a lot of help. And, yeah. like, the poor person next to me was very annoyed. Um, but then, like, yeah, we did, like, side-to-side choreography. I think I almost fell out of it, or I feel like I did. When you're not in control of your body, you don't know, you know, like, you're just. Oh, yeah, I asked. I'll never forget my, sorry to interject and no, interrupt God, you, but on my very first class, I had just watched the movie I Feel Pretty with Amy Schumer. Great where she movie. Falls out. Great movie, though. Watch that oh, movie. Oh, yeah, such a great movie. But You'll I never was feel like, better about yourself. I asked the girl, I was like, so I need you to be real with me. Will I come off this bike? Like, will my feet come That's off? And she's very like, concerned. And she was like, I promise you, like, yeah. you're not coming out. Like, no, you, there's no, like, it would take so much force for you to come out of this bike. And I just, like, don't think that's going to happen. You, so. It's a very intentional movement to unclip from the bike. Right. It's yeah. nothing you're going to do accidentally during to class. To get yourself out. No. No. You might get stuck there a little longer than you want, <laughs> uh, but you're not going to come out. Which just happened frequently. Which just happened, yeah. And so. 
I did that. I didn't come anywhere near first, right? I think there were 15 people in the class. I'm pretty sure I came in like 14th or 13th. That's me now. Um, it's on the reg. Right. No, and it's, I like, yeah. I never, I felt so good about yeah. myself leaving. I was like, I feel like. Because it kicks like, your butt. Yes. Like, I feel like I got such a great workout. Everyone was so nice. They like hung mm-hmm. out after class to talk to one another. They made plans with one another. And that's just like how I fell in love with that. I was like, I, this is my community. This is it. Like, I just had fun yeah. sweating my butt off. Um, and I want to come back. Like, I want to be friends with these people. Yeah, that's how I felt, too. So, I'm trying to go through, make sure we don't miss anything. Um, so what wanted, what made you want to go from, I guess, okay, let me rewind. How long did you ride as a rider before you decided to be an instructor or to try out to be an instructor? I think, like, once I really got the hang of it, I realized that it was something that I felt like I could be good at. Mm -hmm. Um, and something that I like genuinely really enjoyed and had enjoyed for a while. I just never got the chance to go as much as I wanted Mm -hmm. in college. Um, or really have a studio that nice. Cause like I said, we were under the stairs and like cycle bar in new Orleans where I started, they were one of the first like franchises of cycle bar. So they were like a, like a version one studio. Mm-hmm. And now Cycle Bar has like evolved so much and standardized itself like so a lot. Nice. Um, but the way that we did it is like you would go in and so the studio is like nice. Madison can tell you that. It's like mm-hmm. nice. The bikes are nice. Um, the There's two monitors on either side of the instructor bike. And what they used to do was like play music videos on those during oh, class. Wow. And so, like, that was just, it's just, like, fun for me. Yeah. And I was like, I love it here. Because um, who don't, like, who wouldn't want to ride That's like to watching Britney MTV when yes. you're, when you, like, got home from school. It's exactly school. what it yeah. was. It's exactly what it was. It was so much fun. Um, and I love it now. I feel like that was kind of distracting. You know what I mean? Like, when the instructor's <laughs> yeah, telling you to do it, something. I'm like, I don't know that I could watch that and do everything that we do in class. Yeah. You couldn't appreciate the music video or the right. choreography. You would have to pick one or the other. Yeah. And that's hard when, like I said, Britney Spears Toxic's on there. Like, you want to watch that's Toxic. That's such a great video. <laughs> it's a good, it's iconic. Um, so, yeah. Gosh, what, what was I even saying? What made you want to go from Oh, yeah. One thank you. Yes. <laughs> it was the music video. This is no. why we have the outline. Um, no, so once I really started the hang of it, I loved going. Like, it was fun. I kind of internally made a goal for myself. I was like, I could really see myself doing this, and I'll give myself a year mm-hmm. to really, like, grow and mature and then try out and see where I land. Like, see yeah. where I am in a year. And that was just something I never spoke it out loud. Um, and you're really big about, like, say your goals out you loud. Like, write them, them down. Like, yeah. say them. Materialize them. And it's I never manifest. did. Yes, manifest. And manifest. I, was like, I never, I, I thought it to myself. And so it was one of those things I was like, yeah, it would be cool if it happened, but I doubt if it ever does. Mm-hmm. Um, so I rode, I started riding in March or April. Um, I forget what one. And I tried out, I ended up trying out to be an instructor in August. Um, but so it the, wasn't even a year? No, it wasn't wow. even a year. And Look the at reason, you, you little overachiever. No. Here's me manifesting my goals. Um, but it was because, like, at one, it, there was, like, a an exodus from the studio for no particular reason. People just left. Like, they mm-hmm. moved on. And I feel like with Finnish studios, like, what we do, it is a pretty high turnover. Because um, people move. People move. Like, it's move. a lot of, like, people that have moved a certain place for a job, and then they get another job somewhere yes, else and they move. exactly. And you have all the freedom. Like, once you're in a place like Cycle Barn, you're, you know, certified to instruct at one place you have all the freedom in the mm-hmm. world to, to go, go all else. over the country. So it gives, yeah, it gives you a lot of leverage. Like there's just a lot of leverage to move. So four instructors left at once. Um, and it just like left the studio in a really tough position. Place. So they put out an open call like, Hey, 
if you're even mildly interested, come see, you know, like, four see what you do. at once, you're like... Four instructors. I was like, oh my, this, my odds are never going to be better yeah. than they are right now. So I thought about it, and I, like, kept going back and checking the post and just, like, seeing. I was like, how many people liked it? Mm-hmm. What are my odds? Like, are people commenting? <laughs> like, let me see the insides yeah, exactly. Like, I'm trying to, like, really read into it. And I, like, looked at Ryan, and I was just like, who's my husband? Um, I'm pretty sure we've said that. I'm not sure. Yes. But yeah, Ryan <laughs> is her husband, who she is now married to. Yeah, Ryan is my husband. We are married. Um, <laughs> but at the time, I, like, looked at him, and I was like, should I do this? And he was very supportive. He was like, yeah, absolutely. Try. You know, like, you're never going to – you're never always going to look know. back and yeah. think what would have happened if. So I – sure enough, like, sent in an email that almost disqualified me to even try out. I was like, hey, I'm really interested. Love writing. Haven't been writing for that long. I'm not certified in anything. Is that okay? Like, it was – the most uncertain email I've ever sent in my life. I'm sure of it. Um, but God love the owner. She called, she emailed me back and was like, yeah, perfect. You don't, you know, like just come, come on in. Like we'd love to see come you. As you are. Yeah. And, um, I guess I ended up doing okay in the audition cause I got on and got trained and got to start. What rolling. was the training like? Can you talk about that or is yeah. it a secret? No, I mean, it shouldn't be a secret. <laughs> if it is, <laughs> I don't know. Um, oops. Uh, yeah, but I'll talk about it. We, and what I've it was in New Orleans that. and what it is in Nashville is different because again, they had to standardize like right. New Orleans was very V1 and where we are now is just different. But when I was coming on in New Orleans, it was, um, you would meet for like three hours every few days and train with everyone else who was like in your Doing class. It. Yeah. So there were four people in my class and we met together and we'd go through the the format that we ride mm-hmm. on and practice and okay talk about what worked what didn't perfect choreography you know that kind of thing and make sure our forms are good because mm-hmm. that's just something that you can always grow on is oh, making yeah, sure that like the sure. way that you ride on the bike as an instructor has to be something that as you you look at as a rider and you think oh okay like that's what I need to be doing right so like if my shoulders are hunched over you're gonna think that that's okay when it's really and then not. it's gonna make you sore and hurt. yeah it's gonna make you sore and hurt you don't want to do that it's a lot of stress on your back like it, I've done it it's exactly it the way I used to ride and it was something that took a lot of willpower to correct and that yeah. sort of thing and writing to the beat all the time. So I told you last night in class, I was like, your posture is so I good. Know. That was really nice of you. Cause it's something it's that I true. Active, I feel like it I looks, still actively it, work on. Your form on. looked great. I was like, man, cause I guess it's because I never really see you from like, I was on the side. You're always dead in front I'm of me. I'm usually dead center cause I love to see myself. And the bike I was on last night had no mirror in front of it. So I was like, so you just got to look at me the whole time. Yeah. So I was like looking at you. I was like, man, her posture is great. Lucky you. <laughs> her back is so flat. It looks amazing. That's so nice. <laughs> no, so that's what the training was. And then eventually once you nail, like, so once you nail groups of the format at a time, you eventually put it all together and you do like a test out ride. Um, and then, you know, the way that it's standardized to be, it's a little more organized now. So once you audition as an instructor, you have the opportunity to go through a boot camp, which mm-hmm. is a four day, I guess like a Seems longer training. Yeah. It's training. And then it's ultimately like your final audition. So you being invited to boot camp isn't necessarily like the sign off you go through mm-hmm. and you learn all the same stuff. Like you correct your posture, you learn um, the format and you go through and you do a final test out ride and you get like signed off with by a master instructor um mm-hmm. and they'll eventually give you your stamp like yep you're good to go you need a little more work that kind yeah. of thing um and yeah boot camp makes you like sore sore my boot has a lot never of looked yeah when we went through for maryland farms when they opened how many of us were there five six so in one day you had to take 
five cycling classes and teach one. Like that all happened in Which like the I and I complain about doing two classes in one day, like one in the morning. <laughs> That's and one a lot at of night. work. It is a lot of work. It's it hard. I'm um, so I'm like, I can imagine doing that many. And like sometimes when teachers are like, I, this is my third class I've taught today, I'm like but how? Yeah, people are crazy. <laughs> how do you do that? People are crazy. Well, you teach twice on Sundays. Yeah, I do teach twice on Which Sundays. I'm like, and I'm very legs. dramatic about it. I'll, like, <laughs> go home and, like, have a Gatorade and, like, fuel up. Like, I just ran the Boston Marathon. <laughs> and go up. I'm dramatic about it. I'm not someone who's very casually, like, oh, this is my fourth class of the day. I'm like... I'm dead. Yeah, I'm like, IV in arm. Like, let's go. You know? Like, like <laughs> One other question I have from you before we move on to questions that people send in for us is... Um, and actually my friend Alexandra asked, like came up with this question and I was like, oh my God, I, I have to know the secret. Ooh. So Ooh. the question is, how do you guys stay motivated to teach when you are having an off day and you like don't feel like it? Because every, like I have days, I just, like I told Becky this, I was like, I have days when like, I'm like, I do not want to go, but I pay a lot of money to be here. So I need to go. So but it's, like, as a teacher, you are there to, like, help inspire people. So, if, like, you're having an off day, how do you, like, make yourself – I'm fist pumping. Like, I how do you like, do no. it? Yeah, that's a really good question because – and I'm not going to sugarcoat things. Like, there are days where I wake up and I think, no. Like, I don't <laughs> – well, It's just like, like any human. other human. Yeah, you're No human. human wakes up every day and they're like, I want to bike 15 miles. Yeah, like, no. you know, that just doesn't happen. Um, and there are days that that happens to me, too. But I feel like the – and this is, it might sound cheesy. I'm sorry if it does. But, like, when you walk in the studio, I, it's just, like, a reminder it's, that it's, like, it's bigger than you. Like, it, yeah. it, it truly is bigger than you. And, like, you don't become an instructor f- for yourself, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. the, the goal might be yours, but ultimately, like, you are there to, like, serve the people who want to ride with you. And, like, people show up. And that always turns, like, I'm, like... Like, for you, for example. Like, on the day where you had to climb through your passenger window (laughs) to, like, get to my class. I made it. I was like, look at everything she just went through to to be here, here, to do this for herself. Like, you can can do this for her. Like, you can give these moments for – the community means so much to us as instructors and to the writers as well that, like – 100%. You put yourself into it for the betterment of the community. And, like – what what does Elle Wood say, right? Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins, endorphins make, make you happy. happy. So happy the community, people don't kill their happy people don't kill their husbands. They True. just don't. They just don't. <laughs> they just don't. Um, but like, okay, so all of that will get you like into your first songs, and then truly, once you're there, you just you're kind of get fine. lost in it. Yeah, yeah like it's fun. also. I feel like when you get there, like I've never walked in and had someone at the front desk not be like very excited to like see me and yeah. say hi. Like, that's just the culture, I feel like, even at different studios. Like, everyone mm-hmm. is always very nice. And so, like, once you get there, you're like, oh, like, great. Happy I'm here. It's like, why did I even want to be lazy and sit on my couch, know. you know? Yeah. And so, I mean, in the mornings, it's definitely harder. But especially my nighttime classes, like, if I'm like, eh, I just don't feel like going, I always go. And then I'm like, why did I even question? I get so coming? excited to see, like, how happy it makes people, especially when they leave. Happy. Like. Even if you walk in just, like, absolutely crawling, like, dragging yeah. yourself by the arms to the bike, most of the time everyone leaves. I would venture to say 99.999% of the time people leave and they're like, God, I just feel so much better. Like, yeah. you could be in the worst mood walking in and then you leave and you just, 
you feel proud, you feel like you moved your body in a meaningful way, mm-hmm. and it makes such a difference. Do you see that, like, as an instructor, can you tell when you, like, watch someone come in and you're like, oh, gosh. Yes. They, yeah, 100%. and then you can see it, like, flip. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. That would be inspiring to me. Yeah, so, it is. I love it. that. So now we're going to move on to talking about more, like, actual, like, anxiety-related questions that people have about fitness. And some of these I thought were kind of funny, not in a bad way, but, like, just funny because I'm like, I've thought that before, you Very know? relatable. Like, very relatable because, like, these are real questions that, like, people from Instagram asked. Um, so one of them I got was, are people looking at you during class? And this wasn't related to Cycle Bar. It was just, like, seemed more broad in general. Yeah. But I'll let you give an answer and then I'll give it. Okay, that's what I was going to say. Go. I feel yeah. like we both need to answer. So from my perspective as an instructor – we look not to like judge, but to make sure posture and everything mm-hmm. isn't going to be in a place where you're going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Like we want to make sure that you're supporting your body. It is never out of a place of judgment. It is only like, hey, just like let's make sure mm-hmm. you get where you're going safely kind of thing. And I also want to – so when you are in these classes, there's a wall specifically with cycling, but I feel like with a lot of things. Like I've also taken bar classes. I've taken yoga classes. Mm-hmm. There's normally, like, a, a bunch of mirrors in front of you. So yeah, you can... like, when I did, like, a – I was trying to relate this to, like, a body pump class that I used to do at the YMCA. Like, okay. same thing. Yeah. A wall of mirrors A in wall front of, of mirrors in front of you. So, like, when you're there, who are you looking at? The you. queen. Yeah. Me. You're looking at number one. A1 on the newspaper. You're looking at Becky, yourself. Becky. Just Becky. <laughs> just me. Just Becky, period. Everyone's looking at – no. Um, But you're looking at yourself because you want to see how you're doing. Right. And, like, I, it's so easy to get in your head. Like, I'm looking at me. Everyone's looking mm-hmm. at me. But you're looking at you, everyone's looking at themselves, mm-hmm. thinking the same, like doing the same things. Like they want to make sure their movement makes sense. They're following along with, you know, whatever's going on in front of right. you, whether it be boxing, bar, yoga, cycling. Um, and in my mind, like in my perception, when I take a class, I look at myself. Same. That was going to be my answer. Yeah. Like <laughs> I will never forget, like when I first started going to the gym in college, I had a girl a friend Emily that was in my sorority and she was very into working out and she like worked at the rec center and like was there all the time and she had like lost like a good amount of weight like it just gotten like very like into health and wellness and I was talking to her about I was like I just feel like when I go to the gym like guys are looking at me which also like we have another question about that mm-hmm. but I was just like I just get so nervous and she was like Maddie like when you go to the gym like who are you looking at I was like me yeah. and she was like no one is there to, like, judge people. Like, pretty much every single person is there for themselves to better themselves. And, like, mm-hmm. no one is looking at you besides yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Which is so true. Like, I've never, which in Cycle Bar, especially, it's so dark in there. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you're literally in the back row, like, underneath the light, you can't see if anyone is looking at you, I feel like. And no. I'm like, I'm too concerned about making sure I'm breathing <laughs> to notice if I'm uh, looking at literally anyone else. Yeah. I think in like, moments, especially in Cycle Bar, where it's you're apt to look at other people almost, is like when you're doing choreography. But only then yeah. it's like, as a crew, it looks very, very cool. cool. It does. It looks very yeah. cool when everyone's doing the same thing. Um, I don't know if anyone's familiar, but Ariana Grande and Nicki Minaj had a really great song called Side to Side. Yes, And the video. music video... In part of it, the beginning, they're in like a cycle. Yeah, they're in like a cycle class. They're like doing it, and I feel like that when we do choreography in a class. I feel like that. That happened at one point this morning in a ride. Like everyone was doing like dips, and like everyone in the class was doing it. I was like, this looks so cool. No, you look good, and I feel like that's when you get to appreciate the broader group. And it's and and again, it's not judgment. It's out Mm -mm. of a place of like 
look at how great we all are. Like everyone is doing this. Everyone and this is, is doing so it, and we hard. look amazing. Yeah, and that's it. It's like appreciation. Yes, so true. So to answer that question, no, I don't think that anyone whoever asked that I just don't think that anyone's looking at you except for you except for you and you get to appreciate every gorgeous ounce of what you're doing yeah yeah and like this is what I also uh, one more thing because I know we have to move on (laughs) me being long-winded I could talk for hours (laughs) well like I always tell people I was like I want you to look in the mirror in a way that you appreciate what you're doing Mm -hmm. like it's so easy to look and be like look at my arms look at this look at this like I want you to look in the mirror and like see how strong you are and like appreciate what your body is doing even if you don't look like me even if you don't you know like you don't have to be executing everything perfectly. I don't. As the instructor, I know I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just, like, look at what your body is able to do and appreciate it. And, and then like, if you keep that. going, you, like, see how it's come over time. And yes. you're like, oh, my God, I used to barely. Because for me, like, I just in the last, like, probably, like, four months became able to do choreography. Because for me, I was really trying to focus for, like, the longest time on like getting my form right and like keeping the beat Mm because that's like the most important thing is riding the beat and cycle bar and so I was like really trying to focus on that and then now I've started getting into choreography and it makes me appreciate myself that I'm like okay I can do both like and I used to not be able to do that yeah you get to feel yourself when you look in the mirror like I encourage it actively encourage. and I'm like I look snatched yeah you I are snatched I was literally day. just thinking I was like she's so snatched when it comes to choreo you I really are and you know it too I told you the other day I was like you look so sharp and you're like I know I love it and I love that I love it <laughs> I love that so yeah to answer that question no nobody's looking at you except for you um this question made us both lol because we were both trying to think of a good way to answer it but the question is do they make cycling shoes for wide feet always been nervous about going because I'm afraid the shoes won't fit and number one I think that that's like a very astute question yeah you've clearly thought about going to a very intense detail so if you haven't been I really think you should go like the shoes should not hold you back number one um because here's and Madison and I are both gonna have to tag team explaining this because I can't, like, illustrate a good picture. I really can't. Yeah. So I'm going to take it away, actually. Okay. So, the shoes that they provide at CycleWire especially, but honestly, I feel like this is across the board. If you're not going to CycleWire, you could be going to literally any cycling studio. But you should be going to CycleWire. Right, right. But if they don't have one near you, most cycling studios are going to offer, like, they're going to have the shoes there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like almost all of them are, like, the exact same, like, type of shoe. Yeah. To where you really just need to make sure that the, like, lengthwise, that the shoe fits your foot, like, the size of your foot, mm-hmm. like, whatever size you size shoe you wear. And then they Velcro and some, like, I went to one um, in Knoxville one time that it had, like, a dot, like, the dial things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they widen according to, like, how big or small your foot is. So if, like, your foot is more narrow and you need it tighter, you, like velcro it tighter or you like move the little dial thing to get it tighter or you can leave it looser if your foot is wider yeah it's not a shoe that you're gonna wear it's like kind of like ice skates like it has a very specific purpose right so you're not just gonna wear it to walk around so primarily the part of your foot that is in use when you're riding is the ball of your foot Mm -hmm. and you balance it out with the rest of it but like your heel is not touching anything no so the way that the shoe works it works for different widths. Yeah. Um. Because, yeah, like, I mean, my sister has ridden, and she has a wider foot than I do. I have, like, a, a very long, skinny foot. foot. Yeah, like, my feet are, like, very big. Um. But 
it works. I mean, it just works across the board. Um, I've personally never heard anyone have an issue for that reason. Mm -hmm. And we see all kinds of people. Yeah. And all types of feet, all kinds of feet, (laughs) all kinds of feet. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I have like decently wide feet and I've never had a problem. I just like, don't tie. When I was wearing those shoes that they provided, I just didn't tighten them all the way. And Mm -hmm. even with my like team shoes, like I, isn't that how that's pronounced? I think team. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I like, (laughs) gosh, I wish I love to have more of those. Um, I don't like tighten them super tight and they're just yeah velcro and you make them as wider as least as you need yeah so that answers that question um one question that someone asked and I guess this is specifically related to cycling but I kind of want to take it to like any fitness class and because this is a question that I thought for myself but the question is what if I can't keep up Mm. and I totally feel that because I thought that when I first went to my very first fitness class ever was um a less miles body pump class at the ymca and i like my old roommate used to do it and she was like very into fitness and so i was like oh my gosh if she does it like i don't know how i'll do it but it was it was like weightlifting based but it was like it was it was to music like to the beat of the music but it was just like you were doing different like you do a different body part for like each song and it was it was honestly very hard like it was super hard that sounds hard and i'll never forget the, you always end the class with abs, so you end the class on the Ugh. ground, like, doing, like, Russian twists or whatever, and I remember just laying, I was in the back, I just, like, laid down, I was like, abs are hard. this is it for me, yeah. and there was, like, a mom that, like, took the class, and she was like, this, like, yeah, like, the, this part kills me, it's so hard, and I was like, thank God it's not just me, I thought yeah. it was just me. But so that was one of my fears, was that, like, oh my gosh, like, I'm not going to be able to keep up, but I don't think that, like, if you have to, like, stop or take a second to breathe, like, no one thinks any less of no. you because it's truly about showing up. Yeah. Like, how much effort you put in when you're there doesn't really matter. Like, if you get yourself through the doors, like, I think it's about showing up, not about what. It's, you want to obviously do better when you're in there and you want to do stuff, but it's, like, everyone has to start somewhere. Yeah. So. No, I totally agree with that. So, um, gosh, yeah, framing it in the context of, like, broader fitness classes like I've done a lot of things one time just to try it like yeah like you know yeah yoga and like bar three and all that kind of yoga, stuff so I've done a yoga class it's so hard it's so hard I can't keep up in yoga when you don't know what the poses are and they're like downward goat and you're like uh and you just have to wait till everyone else gets there and you're like wait they're twisted like a pretzel I, I can't, can't do, do that. that yeah um yeah and I I get why that's like intimidating I totally do mm-hmm. um Cause like even in bar three, the first time I went to a bar three class, I don't know if, have you ever been, Mm -mm. they do, it's like a mixture of Pilates bar and like yoga Okay. and the movements that they do like out of context are truly a little ridiculous. Yeah. And I felt so like goofy the first Mm -hmm. time and I, and like I was doing it, I was feeling, I was like, oh my God, I I can't do this. I was falling over (laughs) and I was like. Oh my God. And then again, I noticed like no one was looking at me. Everyone was making sure that they were in their posture doing the best that they yeah, could. Yeah, because those are more with like holding the pose and like yeah. toning muscles. Yeah. And, that and then, kind of stuff. that being said, I love bar three. Like, I love it. Um, and I feel like a lot of you guys like love bar three. They go to it's a really bar. good balance to spin. It's yeah. like very heavy and like iso- isometric. Is that the right word? Where you're like holding and you're pulsing, mm-hmm. where in spin, it's like a lot of. Oreo and like movements, in your face and movements, yeah. um but 
gosh, in the context of spin, like, when it's keep up, like, keep up with what? Um, yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like, as an instructor, it took me a long time to get where I am right now. So, like, and even so, like, I have a long way to go to continue building my own strength. And so it's, like, number one, if you're a beginner, you should not be framing yourself as, like, oh, yeah. I need to keep up 100% with what she's doing. Or with even the instructor. Because yeah. it's, like, you have to think, like, the people that are instructing have – had so much practice at what they're doing. Yeah. Like, like days and days of being critiqued. It's not about being and, perfect. Yeah. No, it's not. And it's like you go and just like, yeah, you just, you set your own baseline truly. And you get to work as, as hard and take it as hard. It's like, it makes sense for your body. Mm-hmm. And then you build based on that. Yeah. So like keep up. I just like, I would, I would caution it away from like keep up with a certain expectation and just like, appreciate your body where it is and watch it grow yeah I would change it from yeah and just like what if I can't keep up it's like just show up amen yeah I love that just show up you don't like, need to I keep think, up you just show because up. because there are days when I know that I'm like I like for example I took a class on Monday night after taking five days off from where I was quarantined That's and hard. thought I was sick and I literally was just like I know this is gonna be hard and Mm -hmm. I have to have grace for myself that I'm not going to hit because the thing that was hard for me was like the last time I had taken that Monday night 5 30 class I hit like my highest power ever and so then I like go into this class and I'm like okay I have to have grace for myself to know that that's like not gonna be my best today but like I showed up Mm -hmm. and I still like got a great workout in and felt so good afterwards and the act of even doing that it felt amazing I'm sure exactly yeah it did I felt so much better yeah so I think it's about I don't think you should ask yourself what if I can't keep up I think you just need to tell yourself to show up I love that and that's on period cross stitch me that on a pillow great I will I'll put it on a sweatshirt yeah just show up madisonmoves.com oh my gosh what if I did make a sweatshirt that said just show up I think that'd be really cute would that be I would wear it no, I don't think so. Or just, or should it say show up? McDonald's slogan is I'm loving it. So that's true. That doesn't make sense. Show up. Show up. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to talk about it. It's going to be a topic of conversation. Um, so this, this next question, I literally thanked the person that sent this in. Cause I, I had so many thoughts on this when I first started But this one's specifically about cycle bar, but it says cycling as a plus size woman, any advice didn't have the best experience as a plus size woman when I went. So for me personally, I was so scared because first of all, my only, my only background on cycling, okay, was literally watching I Feel Pretty, which that's a lot of her. out of the bike and literally ripped her hair out. (laughs) She literally ripped her hair out, but that's a lot of her anxieties if, if you haven't seen that movie it's just so good you, you literally need to see that movie it's so good i we're, this is not sponsored by the movie please watch that please movie watch i it. watched it on an airplane and i loved it so much it became the only film i ever watched on an airplane it's so good it's so good but that's a lot of her anxiety her character's anxiety in that movie is that she wants to feel pretty and she goes to a soul cycle and it's literally all these girls that like look like fitness models and like everyone in the like the class is full which is like so unrealistic because that's just not that's not real life (laughs) and so you go or she goes and like everyone can do all the choreography perfectly because it's like it's a movie and it's rehearsed and so in my head I'm like this is what psycho bar is gonna be like I'm not going to fit in. I'm going to be the biggest girl in the room. Like, it's going to be awful. And then I go, and I was just like, 
what was I thinking? Like, no one here is, like, an Instagram model that's, mm-hmm. like, so mean and won't talk to me. But so, first of all, I do want to say, if you did have a bad experience, I'm really sorry that that happened. And I don't want to make it sound like I'm diminishing that at all. Because I I, I know how that feels when you go into some place and you don't feel accepted and you don't feel like you belong. So, I'm sorry. I'm truly I'm sorry that that happened to you. But I also would say that I think that you have to give it something multiple chances before you truly feel comfortable there because I think that from my own experiences in fitness classes especially there are instructors that you vibe with and there are instructors that you don't and that's okay like that's just like there it's like that's life like you have certain people that you your personalities vibe with and you have certain people that your personality doesn't and so I think that if you didn't have a good experience like in the class like itself, I would say try it again with a few different instructors. Say, I'm going to go five times, try out five different people, yeah. see the person that I like the best, and then go and then be like, okay, well, then since I really like this person, like I really like Becky, I'm going to go to like three of Becky's classes this week. And so I think just like framing it that way um, and trying to like make yourself go back. If you just had one bad experience somewhere, I really think that there's circumstantial things that can happen to cause that and so maybe just giving it another try because I personally have been to different cycling studios cycle bar like branded cycling studios but owned by three different people all different types of instructors and as a plus-size woman like I have always had an amazing experience and felt very welcome so I think just maybe trying it again with like fresh eyes and giving different people a chance which is hard I mean it is I it's so hard. I go Madison sentiment like I number one apologize for whatever may have happened to make that experience like not th- the most positive that it could yeah. have been. And obviously like I don't think we were there. I no, don't know yeah. the context of the situation. Um and it is it is going to be hard I guess to put yourself back in a situation where you when, felt uncomfortable. Yeah, when you felt uncomfortable, you maybe felt like you weren't wanted. Um, but I guess from like my point of view, like the minute you walk in that studio, like in my eyes, I don't know, this is going to sound like kind of ridiculous, but you are loved and you are wanted. Like you truly are valued. Like I love seeing you. Like the fact that you're there truly makes my day. Like it doesn't matter who you are. It's like seeing someone there, Mm -hmm. like kind of supporting me in a way, like makes me, you know, and like I, I. Even, there. like, last night that I went to a different studio to ride with you, I felt like you were so happy I was there. I, I was, was like, so happy. I we was were so, so happy we were that you were there. <laughs> and I was like, why aren't you here 15 minutes early hanging out with me? <laughs> Anyways. Whoever you are, um, if you feel, like, I don't know, comfortable DMing, that might be too much. But anyway, like, I want to make sure that if you do come back, you have, like, the best possible experience and we work through whatever didn't make it that for you. So the question that I want to ask is I feel like I have a good story for this. So I, but I feel like everyone's had this is like, when was your first like spiritual experience at Cycle Bar? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like I vividly remember my very first class that I cried. Tell me about it. So I was like, it was last fall. I hadn't been doing it very long, but I was at a 5:30 class on Monday with Kate, and I went through like a really really hard season of losing a friend that used to be my roommate 
and she, oh my gosh, I almost just, like, my voice cracked a little bit, like, thinking about it, but I was so, it was a very, very hard situation, and for the longest time, I was, like, very angry about it, but I think that, like, deep down, like, I wasn't truly as much angry, I was just sad, and she was, like, very into fitness and very fit and worked out all the time, and when we lived together, I really wanted to run a 5k, but was, like, very out of shape, like, it was, like, the very beginning of my fitness journey after I graduated college, and, she would get up in the mornings and run with me, but I couldn't talk while I was running. And so like, she would just talk. She was just like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And just like talk about different stuff or talk about stuff that we both like, or just talk to me about like be really inspiring and like, just help me like get through the 3.1 miles or whatever. And I'll never forget. I was in class and this was like after our like friendship had ended and we were in, I was in Kate's class and it was during a connect song <clears throat> and she starts talking and she starts saying something that was like verbatim what this friend used to say to me. And I think I finally once for once like realized how sad I was about it and let myself like feel it for like Mm -hmm. one song. Like, you know, it's just the connect song is like one song and I let myself feel it. And then it just like all came out Yeah, and I cried and I was just like, I remember like telling a friend afterwards, I was like, I finally feel like, breakthrough with that situation because I like finally let myself not just feel mad but feel sad and like be sad about the fact that I lost my best friend and it was and it sucked and it was hard but it's just like I would have never had that moment had I not like gone to that class yeah and it was like my very first like I think not my I think I was already sold on cycle bar but I think that in itself was like this truly means like so much to me because it was like truly like a spiritual experience yeah no, that makes a lot like, of sense. Like, has that ever happened to you, or am I just crazy? No, I don't think you're crazy. I think that a lot of people have that moment. Um, and mine is probably a little more nuanced, if that's, like, the correct word. It isn't something that, like, verbatim was said. I think it's just, like, a progression of my own thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, in high school, I had a lot of friends that suffered from disordered eating, It was just something that, for whatever reason, like, found its way into my friend group. Um, And this is never really something that, like, I've, like, said out loud. You know, that kind of thing. It's just, like, the way that food and moving your body was framed, it was, like, all for the purpose of specifically being small. Skinny, yeah. Yeah, and it would – it, like, broke – it really did break my heart, and it's – I feel very blessed. It's never something that I've struggled with in the same way, but those thoughts, like they're intrusive and they're, they're not, they're not addictive, but they're contagious Mm -hmm. where it's like, um, I was a competitive volleyball player through high school. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. Like, Oh, tell me something I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. There's your thing. Um, no. So I like, yeah, I played in the defense libero. If you're like, you know, if you're like a volleyball person, um, so I knew like food was my fuel yeah. and like what I ate directly related to like how I was able to perform. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not an Olympian. Okay. Like I know that. <laughs> um, but I also knew that I couldn't eat two crackers all day and be able to, to sustain play. what I needed to sustain. Yeah. So like I was a person at lunch when I was sitting at a table of people who were eating like just like two leaves of lettuce, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, I had two Two sandwiches, um, bananas, pretzels, peanut butter, like all, all of this, of like fuel. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, but, but those thoughts still entered my mind. And like, as you go to college, it's like, oh, the freshman 15, yeah. like you don't want that. And it, and it went from like 
being something that like I used to move to like something to be like, I need to stay in this box. Like mm-hmm. I, this is what I do it for. I don't, and it's like, God, that's sad. It's, yeah. it's so sad to say out loud that like, you're not moving your body for you anymore. You're moving your body for an idea mm-hmm. or to feel like you need to be someone and I think when I transitioned, like, I would just spend, oh, my God, like, an hour on the elliptical. It was, like, boring. Which is, like, a miserable workout. It's miserable. And, like, the Sanderson Not Center. Fun. We're, like, what <laughs> Once is again, we're with it. At the Sanderson Center, what is playing on the television? Nothing. Because like the CNN TVs are broken. Yeah. Like, CNN. Like, Not in Mississippi. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's true. I was, like, in MTSU, they played, like, they had every major news station that's on the TV. And, that, and then one had HGTV on. I love HG, HGTV. So, I was, like, so I'll get in front thing. of that one because it's just, like, there's just every other thing. Yeah. But, yeah. And so, it's just, like, you'd spend so long on the elliptical, boring, yeah. hating it. And, like, you're doing it for what? You're not for you. You're not no. having fun. You're not enjoying yourself. You're doing it so, what, you can look like everyone? It's just Mm -hmm. just pathetic. Um, And so then when I transitioned, it became less about, like, I need to, you know, move my body to stay a certain size. And then not to say, you know, even doing that, like, I would move it so much that it would make me sick. Like, I couldn't, not, like, physically throw up, but, like, my immune system was down. So I would catch colds all the time and get strep throat all the time. And it was just, like, my body was never in a place where it was, like, was like healing or felt strong it was just always in like kind of a weakened state and like uh when I moved and I started going to cycle bar it was just like something like switch I was like this this can be fun like I can mm-hmm. enjoy this it doesn't have to be a chore it can be something that I do for for me yeah and in doing that I feel like I've gotten to a place where I'm like the healthiest I've ever been like I haven't had Knock on wood. Knock on some sort of wood. Like, I haven't had strep throat. Yeah, like there's the closet right door is I haven't, like, gotten sick in so long. So long. Okay. Um, I mean, whatever. But I haven't, like, gotten... Like, the way that I used to be, my body is not like that yeah. anymore. Because I like can truly, respect... like, truly... You're truly healthy. Yeah. I can, like, respect its boundaries mm-hmm. a little bit better now. And I know, like, it's healthy to have a rest day. And so I feel like giving me... Giving my body something that, like, I enjoy doing... Then gave me the freedom to like appreciate it more, if that makes sense. I love that, and I just think it's so true. Yeah, because I feel that because when I when you're talking about like in college, I was just like, oh my god, I'll never forget my freshman year. Like my friend Mallory and I would just like be like every single day we have to go work out, yeah. and we would like just be on the treadmill or like the elliptical for so long, and I just was like, to I nowhere. Hate this. It's bo- <laughs> the elliptical this. can be fine, but like it got yeah, it's just like. I don't know if that's anyone's passion. Is the elliptical? No. I should say probably not. <laughs> I mean, if you love it, more power to you. Good but for you. I just was think made that, for people like you. Yeah, it was. But I just think that finding something that you truly enjoy, and it doesn't have to be cycling, like, you can literally do, like, I, my friend, Matt, I have another friend named Madison, besides myself, and she loves boxing. And like oh, boxing, boxing is, is her jam and she loves it and enjoys it and is so good at it. And I'm like, you just have to find, but then like my friend Marie loves running and I'm like, you have to find what works for you. Yeah. Like if you love to go run more power to you, I wish I was that person. I'm not, I would rather be oh, on a bike. I'm like, not that person. I would rather be on a bike in the dark that doesn't go anywhere. And for 45 minutes, because I know that I can go and get such a good workout in 45 minutes and then I'm done for the day. Yeah. You know, and, like, but for me, that's what works. But for other people, they may want to go on, like, two runs a day. And, like, you just have to do what makes you feel the most healthy and not 
I think working out because you enjoy it and not working out to earn food or because you feel guilty about it. Yes, and I think that this is so important as we near – I just got closer to the phone because I want you to know <laughs> how important this is. Like, you do not have to work out to earn food. your food. You don't have to do it. And there's so much ridiculous pressure on a turkey trot or whatever, like oh, a yeah. turkey Especially burner. over the holidays. Yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving and Christmas and, like, those things are special because they happen once a year. Let yourself – enjoy them right let yourself enjoy them you don't need the guilt of you ate a cookie now you have to go run a 5k Mm-mm. don't do that to yourself like yeah. let yourself enjoy what deserves to be enjoyed and then move your body in a meaningful way that also makes you enjoy it right you don't need to earn your food no i need to emphasize that you don't I really do need to undermine and like, and I, it's so true and i like i know i for myself my family is not a turkey trot family but like <laughs> I last I. <laughs> year I did go to a cycle class on Thanksgiving Day in Knoxville and I probably will again this year, but it's because like if I don't go that Thursday morning, I won't go for five days and for me it's what makes me happy. Yeah. So it's like I would rather go because I know I would miss it otherwise. Like yeah. I truly love it. And that's where so, you know you're in the right space. Yeah. That's truly how you know you're in the right spot. Yeah, and I think that when you finally get to that place, like, there's so much more, so much less anxiety around fitness, and it just brings you more joy, which is the point. It gives you endorphins, makes you happy. Marie Kundo, your fitness routine. <laughs> yes. Kundo, is that how you say her name? I've always said Marie Kondo, but, that's like, I'm probably very right. Southern. That's 100 so right. I think that's right. Correct. Marie Kondo, your fitness routine. Yeah. Throw, if you, if you have it and it does not spark joy, throw it out. Yes. Throw it out. And That's find so true with your out. fitness routine too. Yeah. I mean, if it if your fitness tr- like I know that anxiety is so real and it's something that we it all deal so with. Real. But if going to a fitness class or any sort of fitness, like sticking to a fitness program or a step bed or anything, gives you anxiety, like throw it out. Throw it out. Find something that brings you joy. And that's on period. That's, again, cross-stitched to, on a pillow. I just have feel like we've just come up with a lot of merch ideas in the last hour, so. Oh, see, and me, I'm just thinking, like, I need to write these on my mirror. <laughs> yes, Marie I love Kundo. that. Kondo. I have no idea if it's Kundo or Kondo. Which is, I need to do better. Okay, I have no idea. We'll find out. We'll get <laughs> Live Google. Uh, live Google. Um, so, for to wrap this up, um... <laughs> Wrap put it a up. bow on this to just put a bow on this. <laughs> um tell becky tell us something that we don't know about you <laughs> um no i'm a singer no <laughs> i'm not a singer um gosh i've told madison i've been kind of not dreading this question i'm very much an open book you are so i feel like i know like a lot of stuff about you i'm very open and i'm very open with my successes mm. As they come. Becky, just Becky. <laughs> Becky, just Becky, period. Like, share. I'm also very open with my failures. Like, yeah. if something has not worked out for me, like, I need you to know it hasn't worked out. Because to me, I just want everyone to know that it's, like, normal to fail. Um, Or just, like, fall on your face a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what you need to know about me. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Why? Oh, this is a good one. I know this about you, but other people not. But why did you choose the major and profession that you did? Oh. That's a good story. You tell the story a few times in class, and I always like when you tell Oh, that is good. Okay. So, yeah, I mentioned it earlier. Um, I am a chemical engineer by, like, major. Um, And what I do is, like, research and development engineering, but we don't need to get into that. But I chose it um, because 
I wanted to go into college undecided. I went um, into college undecided. And yeah, I mean, <clears throat> who, as a 17 year old, I recently did you have a, no idea what you want. <laughs> like a career day at my high school. And they were like, when did you want to know, or when did you know what you wanted to be when you grew up? And I do not think the teacher appreciated my answer of, does anyone ever know what they want to be when they grow up? No, you're 17 years old and you have I'm to make a decision. I'm 26 and I don't know what I want to do and I'm no. still figuring it out. Yeah. You have it's so evolving. Much, you have so much more time than you think that you have to well, figure out. You're also always evolving as a person. So yeah. you're never going to be. I don't understand why we put that decision yeah, on 17 I don't girls. either. <laughs> it is the most. It is wild. It is wild to think. I you can't vote. I was like, undecided for almost a year. Yeah. I wanted to be. And um, my parents were like not on board with that. <laughs> they were like, no, absolutely not. So I, I got sent to engineering camp as a senior in high school. So you can just imagine my cred, my credibility. <laughs> and my this was unreal. Uh, so I went to engineering camp, liked it enough to be an engineer, or at least declare my major as an engineer. In the back of my mind, I was like, okay, this is just declaring a major. Like, if I don't like it, you I can, can change switch it. it around. But it's not, I'm, mar- I'm marrying the engineer. Yeah. Uh, I did end up marrying an engineer. Um, <laughs> <Jokes on laughs> I note, I did end up marrying an engineer. But I was like, okay, I'm not married to this. So when I graduated high school, at my graduation party, Someone came up to me, and they will remain nameless. Because they deny it to this day that they did it. And i it's so seared into my memory. You'll like, never of course forget. You deny it. Um, I was just, like, standing, looking at my high school diploma and, like, the different awards that I had won. Like, not to brag on myself, right? Um, you are a little smarty like, I was just kind of, like, admiring myself, as you do. And um, this person came up to me, and they were like, oh, I see that your major is going to be chemical engineering. And I was like, yep. And they were like, all right, well, can't wait to hear what the next one's going to be because there's no way you're going to last in that one. And, like, that just sealed it to me. Like, I was like, all right, okay, bet. Um, bet I won't last in this one. And there were, like, really hard moments. Chemical engineering is, like – That's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. It's very it's not, hard. I wouldn't say that it's, like, the most fun major that you can choose in college. Like, there were – a lot of nights where I sacrificed, like, going to date parties or going to socials mm-hmm. um, in lieu of studying. Yeah, because it's just, a lot of information. It's just a lot. It's a lot of math and science. Um, and I did it. Like, I graduated because somebody told me I couldn't, and I knew that I could. I love that about you. I just, like, I want to see – I number one, I want to see more females in engineering. I want to see more females know that they can do math and science. Because I had professors – I had a professor, and I dropped his class because he said this to me, um, and because I'm a stubborn mule. But he said um, that I should think about dropping out of some of my extracurriculars, like clubs and stuff, because engineering is hard, quote, especially for a woman. And it just, like, I could no longer respect that person, so I could no longer learn from them, because I the whole time... All I was thinking is, like, you think that I don't belong here. You are yeah, going, you're... Literally because I am a girl. Yeah. I'm like, you are already biased against me. So anytime <clears throat> you see my name on a test, anything, you're going to automatically assume that I don't know what I'm doing. And, like, yeah. I can't, I can't go into tests with that kind of anxiety. Right. I can't do that. So I dropped this class. <laughs> and I'll when show I... show you. Yeah. When I graduated, um, I walked so proudly across that stage and I, like, looked him dead in the face and I, like, in my mind, just, like, two middle fingers in the air, baby. <laughs> Um, no, but it's just like, I want to see people, I want to see, I want to see females know that they can be in STEM in the same way that, like, I want to see males know that they can go into, like, education and nursing and dancing and all of these, like, stereotypically female female things. Like, I just want, I, I want you to have the freedom to be who you want to be outside of 
this box. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want people to know that they have respect in those places. So I love that. Yeah, don't let anyone tell you that you can't do anything. And if they do, Screw full them. stamp of <laughs> Becky's approval to go ahead and dedicate your life to prove them wrong. <laughs> I love that. My major was so easy. So I just like have so much mad respect for people that have these like seriously hard majors. Like mine was like basically like communication and it like not even true communication it was called organizational communication so it's basically like how to play in a party and promote it like that was basically it that's a life skill though <laughs> and I'm so good at that yeah. so I feel like that lots of things in that major have prepared me for my life on yes. social media but yes. um other Zero than that, things about chemical engineering have prepared me for a life on, a, on some sort of stage teaching a cycling class yeah, so, I mean, you just got to go go with it. But, yeah, I love that answer. I love that answer about you. So, be yeah. you are. Let your flag fly. Let your flag fly. Somewhere, I mean, I feel like that's already on a shirt somewhere. It's got, I mean, it's, it's got to be. be. It's got to be. Not everything needs to go on a shirt. But, yeah, not everything, <laughs> but it does for us. <laughs> Will we make just our own shirts for the two of us? Maybe. With those little iron-on letters and yes. stuff like that? Like, it looks well, you like a serial order, killer wrote you a note. You can, like, order your own shirts, like, from different, like, websites that just, like, have a saying on them. Like, I think that would be so fun to do something like that. That would be fun. Like, Can you really do that? Yes. I did it for a mission trip I went on. I, like, my, like. The 20th century. Yeah. 21st century. Yeah. Jeez. Like, the verse that I wanted on the shirt. Like, I. I didn't want to buy because a lot of people do like a Bible verse. I just wanted it to say because I was going to work with refugees. I just wanted it to say "Seek peace" because that just like felt so important. Oh, I like that. And um, because I was going to work in Greece with refugees from the Middle East, and so I just wanted it to say. Seek I didn't know peace. that about you. Mm-hmm. I did it for two weeks, two summers oh, ago. God. I stayed in Greece in a hostel. It was not ideal, but it was. Oh, we thought that we were going to be staying. Like the trip that we were sold was like not really the trip that we had, but it was like so meant to be mm-hmm. and I'm so grateful for it and it was such a great experience um but yeah I so anyways I just wanted my shirt to say like seek peace actually there's probably one in here somewhere because I have like multiple of them but your closet is cute. stacked I love that you just turned around and you thought that you could immediately find it I can it's in here hold on here it, is. it literally goes all the way back it's very cute I like that gray oh my god that is so cute see, I designed it too that's an organizational communication coming through. See it coming through? Because it's like has like the outside, like you don't see the blocks. I like it. Yeah. So it's like one of my favorite shirts. Made I'm it myself it with love. Anywho. <laughs> with love by Mads. With love by Mads. That's should be my brand name. That's oh your new gosh. label. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to another podcast. I know we like really covered a lot besides just anxiety around fitness, but I just feel like everything we said, not to say everything I say is important, but everything that we said in this podcast feels important and feels like it needed to be said. And so I thank you for listening um, and thank you for following along and make sure you give Becky a follow on Insta. I'll obviously tag her everywhere. I was like, it's all three of my names. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening and um, we will be back soon with another episode. Bye. Bye.